time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always, your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Big Johnny D. What's up, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Moan. What's up, fuckwads? Today is March 22nd, 2021, and we got a doozy of an episode for you today. But you know what time it is. It's time for your slice Big Johnny D. What did Yo, you buddy. Do? What did I do? Well, uh, I mean, we've already announced it on the network, so I guess I should talk about it right here now. Talk about uh, it. So, uh, yeah, I, myself, and the beloved Brody Kane from Project Louder, uh, from this show, as well as Lights, Camera, Exploitation, uh, we're going to be bringing you a new little thing for Project Louder, a nice little mini series um, called Fatality, an MK Retrospective. Um, I'll go into it more, obviously, when we get the show, but we're going to go live this Saturday, uh, a little bit after nine and uh it's gonna be fun man. brody and i have been uh and let me just say this ball rolled fast <laughs> it literally started with one quick idea to which i talked to boss man and it came back and voila was born so yeah um it's gonna be fucking fun other than that i got this awesome poster because i gotta give shout outs to Corey kaufman at cabin 13 he uh he made this bad boy for us and it fucking i love it dude <laughs> it's a work of art it's a work of art i fucking i love it so much i got a fucking t-shirt of it too we have so I have, an, that now? so I have an unofficial fatality, an unofficial project loud <laughs> fatality shit. Motherfuckers make your bootlegs. <laughs> listen, until Corey, if you watch this, we all need one, please. Listen, until she is on the uh the website Cuts with the other ones. I, I listen, I will fucking I'll give him royalties, I'll promote the fuck out of him. I don't give a shit. I'll kiss his ass. I will cuddle with him at night. I don't care like sh- dude. Like fuck, I, I can't even we need to get so the many individual sprites in like in like a circle okay. so they can so it can be in the middle and then i can have fatality above it mm. yes everybody yes. can have individualized shirts that'd be better dude that would be ooh, i that like w- it that way he doesn't have to go through and make them all at once he can do them at his leisure yep no dude listen if Corey wants to start printing them out bro i literally will just start throwing them biden bucks man like i don't give a shit <laughs> no, I don't, like, don't even, yeah like seriously right uh, fuck it dude so good um and i know brody's fucking he's trying uh his best to get what he can get because he obviously he wants the poster now and shit too but other than that i uh i enjoyed the lovely weather this weekend um went to the the big local mall in uh it's about 40 minutes away we went on we went on saturday because we were taking the daughter to the disney store right and i figured nice day Nobody would kind of be at the mall. Nope. I was fucking wrong on that shit, dude. There was COVID what, dude? Honestly, like, it don't find it, dude. It was, I haven't seen that shit that busy in like at least five years. It was ridiculous. It looked like Christmas time. And the fucking shit part of it, every store, you're waiting in lines to get in the store. So the Disney store had a solid 25 minute wait for us. Oh my God. Which, yeah, kind of sucks. But on a weird flip note, kind of funny because I'm literally watching my daughter's anticipation just like fucking build up, dude. So she's like the next kid in line. And the lady's like, oh, so what are you looking at? She's like, Raya Sword. She's getting all excited, dude. (laughs) I could just like feel the tension of like, why can't I go in yet? Like, you know what I mean? Like the invisible banners just dude. And it was just like, all right, you ready? 
boom, off like a fucking rocket, man. She was gone. <laughs> like, I was just like, all right. But other than that, man, watch this fucking amazing movie and uh, really, you know, just kind of <laughs> hang back and fucking enjoy myself. That's right. I agree, Brody. Flex them guns, Chad. <laughs> Chad, do the muscles. Come on. While you're flexing, why don't you flex us uh, what you did this week, buddy? I didn't do a fucking thing this week, buddy. Like you guys just enjoyed the weather. Me and the wife have been trying to find some new uh, Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys and have been unsuccessful. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we found, found some, but everyone they have is either Sidney Crosby or Evgeny Malkin. Big whoop. You know, I'd rather have somebody else from the team. So, okay. uh, I mean, we've been, we tried. We've looked at all these different places online and found a ton of them, but I don't know how much you can trust these things. If you're not ordering from the NHL shop itself and paying yeah. 250 bucks for one, you know, how much can you trust these things? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, jerseys are insane now. Well, I mean, like, I'd almost probably want to go for an off-brand one at that point because if they're only like 50 so, bucks. So would I, but I, I don't know how much I can trust any of these sites, though. That's yeah. true. Without actually, like, physically being able to hold it and be like, you know what? This actually feels kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get, No, I understand, dude. Yeah, so there used, there used to be a ring of that at work. <laughs> yeah, we had where I used to work. We did the same thing. That's how I got my Crosby jersey in there. And um, oh, really? There's another. Yeah, one there's always there. just one dude that's like, "Hey, man, you want to knock off jerseys?" Yeah, <laughs> he's like fucking selling them out of a van or some bullshit. Dude. The funny thing is, the guy that gave us the hookup for all these bootlegs is now a boss there. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like when you're at a concert and you get those T-shirts outside the venue, right? Oh, yep. Vin Halen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, other than that, not much. Been a pretty quiet uh, weekend weekend here. You know, obviously you watched hey, this gem of a movie. His shirt. We need to acknowledge that Cundy acknowledged Brody, which means yes, he acknowledged he Project Louder. He oh, uh, friend requested really? Brody, wasn't it? Or he accepted Brody's friend request? I he liked the story, and I think he oh, followed Brody. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. He well, doesn't even have to go Mr. after Dean Cundy's out there. Brody, dude, the like. forbidden door has been opened. We <laughs> shall Cundy. have Cundy. 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 Oh, wait, wait. A moment of silence happen. for the greatest. Mm. There he is. He's still. Yes. He's, yeah, don't make it sound like he's dead. No, it was the wrong thing to say. Sorry, but yeah, <laughs> he's he alive and well with us here. Still making film. Yes. Well, if he ever comes on, if like, I don't know if TJ would rather have him on Power Hour or if we uh, could actually get him on this hour, show. Maybe. I almost want him on yeah, both. He's talking him on to himself. Can we do both, please? Like, uh, I, even I'll if he's here for like five I'll minutes. I'll do an interview and then I'll like uh, have that, him yeah. do like a little thing for this one separate. Yeah. So like. Dude, if we can get him in our shirt with his name, or could we get that, him? You think or, honestly that's the goal, that, isn't it? Like that, or could that we get him on a review for this? It's either that a Carpenter film, or if he could come on and we all have ma- the same matching Hawaiian shirts. Like I'm um, either one. Yeah, I, <laughs> let's make it happen. We need right. to make it happen. Oh, you know what? He so. He'd do a killer uh, cosplay that. Doctor from Jurassic Park now. Yeah, he would. <laughs> <laughs> Dotson, Dotson, we have Dotson here. Oh, my God. To dude. Jurassic Park. 
But yeah, Wait, uh, didn't he um, shoot that movie? <laughs> <laughs> did he? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty like, sure he did. I know he did Back to the Future because I'm like thinking, no, that was Robert Zemeckis, not Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg produced that. Anyways, yes. So, Chad Daddy, going back yeah, to like you, I buddy. said, not much going on here. Uh, oh, let's go on to Bobby. Let's get this show going. What's with you, Bobby? <laughs> okay. uh, I, just, I just enjoyed the nice weather this weekend, too. I was hanging out with family all day Saturday and Sunday, just chilling out, really. I had a wedding to go to. But the weather was beautiful, so I was happy to be outside. So I didn't really work on too much horror this weekend, but I did buy more horror shit that I have no room for. Sorry, Mom. Uh, (laughs) Isn't that the struggle, though, bro? (laughs) It's not a struggle. It's just fine. The struggle is, how am I going to fit this into this section? Mm. And then I move something over two inches, and it's like perfect fit, and it really doesn't (laughs) perfectly fit. But I make it fit. You know, you spit on it and just shove it in there. Yes. Uh, John's, John's uh, face <laughs> says it all. But um, no, it's been good working a lot. And then this week I'll be doing more cosplay stuff, but it's all on the down low because now there's shoots that I will be having in like April. There's like dates. Say, dude. There's, like, there's dates up in the air. There's nothing. Tis, well, tis I'm the not season con- now. I'm not concreting anything yet because uh, one cosplay is probably not going to be ready, and that's Jason. But it actually isn't meant to be ready. I'm not rushing it to get it ready for something like in a month. I'd rather have it done when I want it done. That's fair. So like Michael will be around, but I'm going to see about a new mask. Uh, Terminator will be ready. So I'm trying to get in shape for that and everything. So slowly but surely. So hopefully things, once April hits, more will happen. Are you going to try to hit that Monster Mania outside of it? Isn't that like I'm gonna what, that's tr- May? That's May. I'm going to try. Um, they just announced it today. Uh, we'll see because I might be working weekends a little bit then. So we'll see. If okay. not, the next show, whenever. I mean, they say August, but we'll see what happens. But, you know, I'm going when it's there. I will be there. So, boss man, what about you, Mr. Bigfoot? Well, that's <laughs> every week. Uh, podcast here, podcast there. Podcast everywhere. Recorded a new episode of Lights, Camera, Exploitation, which dropped this morning at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's on 2015's Green Room featuring not Jean-Luc Picard, but it does feature Patrick Stewart. Uh, mm. <laughs> I only say that because he plays a character that makes you very uncomfortable and it's cool. Really? Uh, yeah. I have yet to see it, but I heard great things. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, interesting film. It's a great uh, movie. I'm not the nicest to it, but the other boys are. Yeah. Uh, ma- mainly because I went into it expecting something other than uh, what we got. That's oh. mainly uh, Brody's fault, and I will continue to blame him for it. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't want to give two away because obviously I want to listen to the new yes. episode. So. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then next week we are doing uh, Dario Argento's first film, uh, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Ooh. And I've uh, been so excited. I already finished notes a week ahead of time. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know you're know uh, you like into it, dude, when you're just yeah. like, I'm excited to do notes. Yes. That's that how that I felt this weekend, dude. That was, yeah, same. I did my stuff a couple days ahead. Yeah, did MKs do it a week ahead? I was like, fuck it, I don't give a shit. I did, I did them once for this ahead. Love it. Fucking A. Uh, came up with a bunch of uh, weird ideas for new content for Project Louder. I shared some of those in the chat with you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. just uh, random shit. But uh, Wait, it, it's kind of miss that. <laughs> the, the pizza thing? Hey. Oh, dude, that yes. sounds awesome. Yes. And that sounds like it'd be a good, like, interchangeable host show i feel yes. oh yeah and yes how did i miss all this <laughs> that, was, that was just one sentence yeah and then i know you and i discussed another one 
What was the other one? We, you and I discussed uh, J and J's. Okay. Yes. 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 Because you brought that up. Yes. Um, which to let everybody know that is still happening. It's. We just came up with something that's going to be really cool. Yeah, we're reformatting it a little bit because it just. Our original format, it just it's too time consuming. I feel for the okay. Rest of it, so. it will allow us this new format will allow us to co-op play games while creating podcasts and let's plays almost. Yeah, yeah, because we could have like multiple video feeds of ourselves, the the game, audio. It, it's going to be cool. It's the way I have things set up and planned. If it works well, if we can pull it off, it's going to be a treat. But you know what else is going to be a treat? This week's episode, mm, which yeah, is 1990s. Night of the Living Dead, directed by Tom Savini. You know him as the effects uh, god, the lord of illusions himself, who's also done Dawn of the Dead from Dust Till Dawn. I mean, everything else that's ever haunted you in your nightmares. Written by the legendary Yinzer god of horror, George A. Romero. Fuck yeah. He did uh, the other Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, and all the other of the deads. Oh, well, other than, yeah, yeah. Produced by John A. Russo and Russell Striner. Mm-hmm. Striner, yes. yeah. Starring Tony Todd. Did you know him from Candyman, The Crow, mm-hmm. Final Destination, as Ben. Patricia Tallman, not Shortman, from Knight Riders and Army of Darkness as Barbara Todd. Tom Tolls, a.k.a. Corey Kaufman. You know, I was you know waiting him. for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was waiting for that. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh, you might know him from Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Rejects, as Harry Koopa. McKee Anderson as Helen Koopa. She wasn't she, in anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, no, that's fine. Dude. Friend of the network, William Butler. Uh, I think him and uh, Graham know each other. Uh, you know him from uh, Ghoulies 2. Friday the 13th, Part 7, and Ooh. Leatherface, Chainsaw Massacre 3, one of Bobby's favorites as Tom Bittner. I think Brody was actually watching that today, I believe, too. Uh, Next Generation. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was yesterday. He, he, yeah, yes, he was arguing yes, with yes, people yes, how yes. good it was. <laughs> what, Next God. Generation or three? Uh, four. Next Generation. Yeah. Next Generation? That's it's one with McConaughey, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of those films where he's nostalgia blind, like I am with H2O. So he's just like, fight to the death, no reason. Anyway. That is fun. That is very debatable. That's all. Never mind. Uh, Don't even go there. I'm not. Keep going. Katie Finneran uh, from You've Got Mail, Miss Congeniality 2, one of Chad's favorites, as Judy Rose Larson. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Mosley, you might know him from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Rejects, as Johnny Todd. Heather Mazir. Mazur? Mazir? Mazur. Darkness Rising, Pretty Little Liars, as Sarah Cooper. Russell Striner as Sheriff McClellan, uncredited music by Paul oh. McCullough, who also wrote The Crazies, cinematography by Frank Prinzi, who also did Day of the Dead and the legendary film Half-Baked, edited by Tom Dabinsky, <laughs> distributed by Columbia Pictures, released October 19th, 1990, runtime of 88 miniozos, budget 4.2 million gross, 5.8 million. Ooh. Chad? Roll that beautiful bean footage. It's a 480, but it's okay. Oh. They came to pay their respects. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Why do you have to be so cruel? What? Show some respect. 
now, they're running for their lives. A biologist in Stockton, California, have released reports focusing on the phenomenon, specifically on that trance-like state. Every shelter is becoming a trap. Are you sure we're going to be all right? Cooper, you got to help me out! And every road out... Don't stop no matter what happens. ...is just another dead end. They're coming right for us! Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Scary. That is a perfect trailer. Where's Bobby? He's gone away. That's what I'm saying. Is here. Bobby. Bobby, refresh. Jump at Jehoshaphat. Hmm. John, what happened to your uh, in your room? There, it's all soaky all of a sudden. Oh, weird. Well, it's a ghost. That's strange. It's a, it's a ghost. ghost. Just, put that fire out. <laughs> need you. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys don't mind uh can i read this one absolutely that's, that's your pick do, do it okay so a cutting remake of george a romero's black and white zombie classic night of the living dead is a taut and terrifying return to the macabre scene of mayhem and dismemberment where the recently deceased begin rising from the grave as flesh hungry zombies fleeing from the legion of limping undead a small group of survivors compromised to barbara ben and harry hole up in a remote farmhouse and prepare for a bloody onslaught as the marauding zombies surround the house tensions between the survivors flare up desperate to do anything to survive the hideous battle that is before them what will they do to make it through the night that the dead come back to life <laughs> Bobby's back. I'm here. Sorry, I was having some issues before, so I was messing around. You're fine. It's all good. It's we're, all good. We're good. We're good. We're here. <laughs> all right. So, shall we hear from uh, the DKB before we discuss? It wouldn't okay. be an episode. It wouldn't be an episode if we didn't. Yeah, here goes. G'day, g'day, my mateys. It is I, your DKB, back for another motherfucking episode of Gormar. And this week, I'm here to talk to you about Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead. Let me just start off by saying the balls on Tom Savini. I mean, you've got to have big cojones to fucking remake the OG, the godfather zombie film of all time, Night of the Living Fucking Dead, and succeed. He succeeded. Um, I think this is one of the gra- or one of the better horror remakes I've puppy. ever seen. Um, Bruce, it's fantastic. It's balls to the walls. It, it's pedal to the metal from the word go. I mean, we get a zombie three minutes in, you know, and we go on this journey, and we're on the edge of our seat till the end credits. I mean, it just does not let down. Um, it's fantastic. Now, I will talk about location. I never talk about location on the show. So, yes, we do have our cemetery, but I'm going to talk about the farmhouse. The exterior of the farmhouse has got a beautiful landscape about it, you know, and it just shows you how really isolated they are. And you go from that transition from the exterior to the interior, and the shadow play just creates a, well, the shadow play from the cinematography and the lighting and all that stuff creates that goddamn presence, you know. And Savini got this thing being in one of his scenes where a zombie sort of just comes from nowhere earlier in the film. So throughout the rest of the film, as the night grows darker, you're led to believe that there's just, in each scene where there's dark corners, there's a zombie there, you know, just keeps you on your toes, keeps you on your feet. And that's, re- that's really clever. It's really smart, I find. Um, now, 
Let's talk about Tony Todd. My God, he just chews up each scene he is in. He is a powerhouse. Delivers one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. I felt like I was there with him. He's a leader. He's so passionate about keeping these people alive. And I fucking love that. You know, yeah, as I said, incredibly believable. Um, but it's not only that. It's the emotions on his face where he cries and but he's so emotionless when he cries and it's just all these things happening at once and you're like, my God, how did I not see that in the previous viewing? And, you know, there's always something new that you'll find in this film when you go back to watch it and that's another thing that I really love. Um, the gore, fucking outstanding. I mean, it is Tom Savini. The zombie designs look great. Um, overall, this film is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you go out and watch it ASAP. Because this week I'm going to give it a 4.5, a solid 4.5. Anyway, I can't stress this film enough on how great it is. So this is it for your DKB this week. Um, I hope you're having a great day, evening, wherever it is you're from. And, yeah, I shall catch you next week. Cheers. <laughs> Hell to the yeah. Bobby Ernanet came oh, back. Guy. You're good. Um, I don't know what's going on. I'm hardwired in and nothing else oh, is being used. So I don't know what the fuck is up. It drops out every once in a while. Yeah, it's I, all don't good, need, I don't need that shit happening. Don't need the fucking <laughs> Yo, sorry I had to dip away, but the fucking sun was coming right fucking through. It was looking some yeah, like dude. crazy. I thought uh, the rapture was happening or some shit. I thought I was in a J.J. Abrams movie, man. It was just fucking like, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, you did have a glare. I was like, what the fuck? That was a little it was, a, it was a heavenly glow. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm going straight to hell anyway. You, no, you know what that three. means? You know what What's that? Means? Johnny what? has a side quest for us. Oh, I do. <laughs> What's the quest? We gotta watch all the other shitty remakes of this movie. No, no, oh, come on. That's no. <laughs> Listen, That's I'll no. give you only because I've seen it before, so I'll trudge with you again. But I will go with the one with Sid Haig in 3D. Mm-hmm. If we all watch it in 3D, it's pretty bad. You know, some fine since it's only Sid Haig, right? But it was pretty bad. But still, it was oh, Sid Haig. Yeah, horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. <laughs> How many other remakes are there, honestly? I, I, I'd be I only knew of this one, to be honest with you. This one and the 3D one, that's all I knew. But I never watched anything else other you say than 10? or the remake. Or is this just, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I this, thought you were going this, like 10. Like, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, he was gonna, five, he had like the... <laughs> I mean, technically, I mean, how many different... There's so many different variations of the original itself. We were just talking about it as before we went live. Like, I have the colorized one. There's obviously the updated... 4k one chance that there was one with extra shots in it and shit like yeah, yeah so well you know it's public domain so people can do whatever the hell they want that's true yeah. and it's a tease you go to youtube and you think you find the 1991 and it's like psych here's the 68 one again you're like fuck come on <laughs> all right i gotta say thank god it was easy to find though oh absolutely dude everybody had it yeah it was that was this is not hard to find. but in the deep is actually still very easy to find, right? <laughs> Dude, Bobby looks like a man in black, man. Like when you watch one of those things, like it's just you can't see the fucking physical features on his face. Like, <laughs> so I'm laughing, like, what the fuck is he laughing? <laughs> Dude, you're like freeze framed, you know, like you frozen. have like the this is great. You like have like if you had like a dark <laughs> trench coat and a fucking like fedora hat on. You would there look he like, goes. Oh, 
<laughs> like hitman uh, or something. Like cameras don't recognize you or some bullshit. Like, oh, sorry, my, my internet. Dude, he's frailty. That's what it is. It's fucking. Oh, oh. <laughs> God's design, dude. I don't know what's up with this shit today. So let's talk about it, guys. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Great movie. Fun movie. Uh, I can assume that. So great. I assume that obviously we've all seen this multiple times. Yes. Okay, so I can't see Bobby nodding. He's just frozen. So <laughs> I know you're here, buddy. Bobby, um, you might benefit from a full reset of the internet. Just, yeah, I'll be back. Okay. I'll be so just just for all fun, right. I I counted every time a zombie broke through a window. Really? I got I counted at least five. Three of which happened just as they were getting ready to board up the window. It happened three times. And that includes like them grabbing her at the end and then switching to him when like he's like, give me that gun. No, I didn't count that one. Oh, Ooh, aha. and would that count then, as two or is that still the same one? Because well, you know what? I'd, I'd have to I'd have to almost double it because it shows them all spilling into the house afterwards. I love that, dude. I love it in the original and I love it in this. Like that is what that like only it's just yeah it's just people dressed as zombies just walking into a house just, for some I, reason just that like it does it for me like I'm just like yes uh. it was it was so great because Steph's <laughs> sitting there watching it with me and uh, the scene where they go up to uh, the the gas pump yes and, like, and he's he realizes the wrong key my wife's like is he gonna break the 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 lock I'm like nope he's gonna do something way dumber mm, yeah. Dude, what a satisfying moment when he finally gets his. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, like you're waiting for that the whole fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, and then it's just like, yep, thank you. Thank you, Tom Savini. Like, I got to say, dude, I feel like he was probably the perfect choice to the direct this. Oh, yeah. But he wasn't the first choice. But. It was his first film directorial debut. So, you know, I mean, what he did, he did a show before that. What the hell was uh, in the early 80s? He like directed like three episodes of some bullshit. But yeah, dude, like for a first time in and for being an FX guy, like obviously you knew the FX are going to be great. Did you guys have you guys seen the X rated scenes that got taken out? No. So. I feel I'm surprised they haven't added them in by today's standards, honestly, because I don't feel like with what I saw, it wouldn't be rated X anymore. I could be wrong, but the pro you can watch them on YouTube. But the thing is, there's no sound on them because of the copyrights and bullshit. So and it's obviously like it's not cleaned up and everything. So mm -hmm. but like the first scene is like uh, when she kills that one zombie with that shit in the head it was the thing fire poker. Uh, you actually like the, the scene is extended and it's like her like pulling it out and then like looking at it in disgust and I'm like yeah oh. dude just give us that like you know what I mean like you get more of a close up on the zombie and stuff like he looks fucking dope and it still is like grainy as fuck but it's still I was like dude this would look amazing so you know one could only hope I guess but dude the, this is probably I haven't watched this movie since I've been a kid honestly yeah, it's been so it's, it's been quite a while for me too buddy I used to watch it on like HBO all the time or Cinemax dude like when I was a kid they just had it on all the fucking time. But I always caught it on the like from the middle, the last half. It was weird. Like I never fucking could catch the beginning. But uh, no, it's great, dude. It's not shot for shot, which is, you know, per it's a perfect reboot. 
it shows perfect homage, but yet gives it, you know, tweaks it a little bit in its own way and mixes its own thing. And it stays in universe. Yeah. Really and it tweaks well. it a, it tweaks it a hell of a lot as far as Barbara's character. Oh, dude. Absolutely. We were talking about that this morning in the chat. Yep. We can go deep into it if you want. I, absolutely, man. Because honestly, uh, not to jump ahead, but she was one of my favorite characters, if not just because of like her change. Because personally, I couldn't stand her in the original. Yeah. yeah. I know she like the actress did a great job. She did. She did what she needed to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say that by any means. But like this version of Barbara, dude, is just so much more fucking badass. And it's so much more like I wish I wish like movies about potentially like woman empowerment and stuff like that, like would still have this aesthetic from 30 fucking years ago versus the shit we get now where it's just like, ew, we hate men. It's like, fuck off. Like, So in 1960s cinema, especially late 60s cinema, women were treated uh, as frail figures. Uh, they weren't looked at as they were in more modern films, especially in 1990. Right. Ellen Ripley kind of really made that very popular, the whole strong woman character archetype. And you see that resonate really like a lot with this bar- version of Barbara. So I think that the version of Barbara we see in the 1968 film is that of, of the current times that the film was made and that what was uh, the trend of films of that era rather than flash forward to 1990 where films of that era – we're more right. dr- driving stronger women characters, final girls that fight back and survive and kind of have this badass attitude where you see Barbara in the 1968 version be more frail, be more panicky, more shy in, in situations, more the opposite end of the coin. So mm-hmm. you can say that one performance is the better than the other, but it's more of like an opinion at this point because one was portrayed a completely different way than the other. I think because the characters written differently for the different versions of the film. No, no, no. I'm not saying like either one did a bad job. I'm yes. just saying I prefer the nineties yes. version of Barbara just because a, she's a ginger. She rocks Absolutely. Her hair and well. you like that type and of film better. You like that, yeah, that like, type of character better. Yeah. Like I said, the I Ellen mean, Ripley character. L- listen, I, and I love the original because Dude, I'm, it's a classic, but it's it's such a still a tense movie when you're watching it, man. Like, holy fuck, dude. Like, it's still like every time I watch Most it. Most of Barbara's like, dread comes from her face. Right. In that film. And I don't like. And this might be a little bit too, you know, however you look at it. But I like how much of a badass she is that like she doesn't fucking miss a shot. You know what I mean, dude? Like she's straight up sharpshooting these motherfuckers and it's great because like you know one thing was like you didn't think i didn't know if she was trained or anything like that you know what i mean but at the same time like i don't fucking give a shit dude it's an awesome fucking awesome addition i would say oh she was definitely a better shot than harry cooper was that dude wasn't hitting fucking he, moder- he oh modernized God. the movie yeah like he, he modernized and, the film for us and i didn't even realize this i just noticed a uh, pretty powerful a bit of symbolism in the movie i just realized when we start talking about barbara's characters what happens what she does as soon as she starts taking charge mm-hmm. what did, she, did you notice what she did she took off Changed her skirt and, and put, put her on pants, pants on pants on yep she's wearing the pants and that's when she rocked the she was rocking the belt because yep. she definitely kind of had a little bit of the ellen ripley look to which i'll go with just because she obviously had the white like beat her a little bit yes. but yeah man What's up, Luis? But yeah, I didn't really. I didn't Welcome even notice that. Of, I didn't even notice that bit of symbolism until we just started talking. It's like, oh, okay. She put on the pants. Yep. 
Yeah, dude, just it's a great movie, man. Like, I would love to watch it again right now. Uh, yay! There he is, Steve. Um, I just and I mean, Tony Todd, he did a gr- like oh, everybody. You can't great, tell me dude. that Tony Todd is not this generation's version of Ben. Like, oh, absolutely. And he, how do you pronounce it? At it? Is it Dwayne? Is that the original Dwayne actors? Jones. Yeah. Dwayne Jones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, he is just our, the modern, like our, our version of him. He is yeah. just the, oh, just both of their characters are just so unique, both portrayals. And I think that his is just so strong. Oh, he's, tr- he's so tremendous. Dude, in this oh, movie. Tony, I can't, Tony Todd's a commanding presence no matter what. Yeah. But oh, this absolutely. movie, I just feel like he takes that Ben character and like, it's it's crazy it's it's so powerful of a performance and i think he said like he wanted he wanted to do his own kind of take because obviously like you know he completely and 100 percent respects dwayne jones and he didn't want to like step on his heels by any means yeah and so but honestly man i thought he did he did it justice this this does everything justice I, yeah, there's it hits all the high bad. notes of the original, and then just expands on those. Each we even get those additional scenes where we didn't before. They kind of show you, you know, the more the behavior of the zombie, which kind of lines up more with Dawn of the Dead. Uh, it's really yeah. cool. And then, like I even mentioned, like some of the background stuff we see in the epilogue uh, is very reminiscent of what we'll see come to see in Land of the Dead, like the way it's yep. shot and everything, and the stuff that's going on. We see amped up turned up to 11 and in the later film, yeah this is you know, just start this is just the yeah. tip of the iceberg here you can definitely see where uh romero was like had these peaks in his career and this is the beginning of one of those peaks especially allowing his protege to kind of take the seat and start this this weird era i mean you right. gotta think about the the time gap between the original and this one so one thing i did like especially like is right in the beginning even yes. when she first sees you know, you fir- you get the first initial zombie like you do in the original one, but then you get that second one and they do it legit. It's not like a guy in a suit comes out of a grave like he actually has the ripped open suit. Like, uh-huh. legit, you know, what I mean? like I love that. Just that great. Like, yes, like that is what it kind of always should have been. But at the same time, like, obviously, you know, you think about stuff in hindsight. But yeah, dude, like Bobby, welcome back, buddy. I'm back. Sorry, we are good to go now. Good. All right. All right. I'll say you look nice and clear. Yeah. Sound good. It's fucking internet. So we're anyway. still discussing it, buddy. So let us yeah. know your thoughts. Well, obviously, I, I I do love this movie. I mean, it's it's not the original. I'll give it that. But it is a great remake. I, and I don't say that often about remakes. Fair. I, th- I think Savini did a wonderful job on this. And Johnny, as you were just saying about the opening with the zombies, not only that, the, the zombie who kills her brother and comes after her in the car before we even get to that second one, I always thought was one of the creepiest looking zombies. The mouth. Yeah, the mouth and the the eyes too because that um, the advertisement for this film when I saw it like on DVDs was that zombie almost looking like it was going to take a chomp out of her head. And I always gave that creepy image. So I, I always found this movie to be very campy and creepy in a good way. So Savini really did a wonderful job on it. And he also didn't take away what the original brought forward when it came out all those years ago. In fact, it brought it a little more to light, I think. Nice. So, yeah. I, lo- I love it for the remake it is. I still love the original, I, but for this is a good remake. 
it, this is the only remake I knew about until recently. I only wish that this movie got the appreciation it really deserved when it first came out. And yeah. I remember when it first came out, and it like it bombed. It was Which, not a big success. Why? Like, it, it's a great '90s movie, dude. Like, it horror didn't mean? do good like, in the '90s. What's that? Horror didn't do good in the '90s. Mm, horror was now. definitely weird in the early '90s. That's true. Yeah. There's always like every time we review one in that time era, there's always that weird aesthetic of it. And was zombies hot going into the nineties? Really? <sighs> Not that I would no. say. Probably your zombies tipped off towards the end of the uh, living, the night of living dead, or yeah, the living dead series, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When when this came out, we're we're still dealing with the tail end of the the Nightmare on Elm Street in the Friday. We got Return of the Living Dead in ninety three, but that was was that that was to direct to video, not the actual. That was the third yeah. one. That was yes. the third one, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because so just to, just to show you, they weren't releasing theatrical; they were all doing your sequels via video at this point. So not only I that, just, I know a lot of people who like the original didn't really like this. I guess I'd probably say to say we're probably some of the fewer, with not a few purists, you know. But yeah, I, I say, I, dude, I you'd have to be like, hardcore, be like, no, the original is it, and that's it. Like, yeah. you'd be I, like, I guess a, a snob. You'd have to be a film a horror snob. I love the original. I do love this. It doesn't top the original, but I love it for what it is. It's a great movie. It stands on its own. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Especially for a special effects man directing it. Definitely. And also, I will say this. For a special effects man directing it, it's not overloaded with it. No. I, again, it everything's... Was. It was. It was. It was. A lot of the, it got cut out. Yeah, he'll talk about that. Okay. I did not know that. So, yes, I want to see this. Yeah, I know that I did see once that there was a scene where the the bolt, that one zombie that she shoots multiple times to prove that the, it'll keep coming when you shoot it. There's the scenes where there's like extended blood and shit for, for that thing. Uh, did you see that? It was, it was all about rating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't get to that scene. I didn't get to, I didn't finish watching it. It was only like four minutes. I only watched like the first couple, mm-hmm. but just to see like what it was like. But yeah, Bobby, you, you missed it. Uh, I was saying on YouTube, you can watch the parts that are cut out because they were going to label them with an X. And so obviously he had to edit for their R. Sounds like Chainsaw 3. But huh. I personally feel the stuff that I saw in comparison to like what we get nowadays, it would totally be okay for an R. Oh, yeah. Even you can, again, like I just said with Chainsaw 3, the stuff that cut out would today be no problem for an R. So I'm sure for this, it would have been no issue at all. And I got to just tap on Scuba Steve's comment there about the video stores, because when you guys were talking about the director video, I don't know about you, but man, that takes no. me back because I that was one of my favorite things was just literally checking out covers at the fucking VHS store, dude, man, like going through the horror section and shit be like, what? Like, you got to remember at that time, things were much more viable to release things video wise. But yeah. I'm just saying like the crazy artwork and shit, dude, like this is mm-hmm. awesome to see that, man. Like, like a different time, a simpler time. Was. One can say a better time. Yeah. yeah. I miss old arcades and old. Yeah. I'm pulling up <laughs> the deleted stuff on YouTube. Yeah, buddy. Quick. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that, Johnny, because uh, me and the wife were at one of the old uh, malls that I used to go to in my youth uh, Friday night. And of course, it's dead. There's hardly any stores there. And I'm, I told my wife how sad it was. I'm like, you know, I can remember, you know, that store up there that's empty. That used to be a national record mart. And KB Toys used to be there. And Aladdin's Castle was down there. I'm like, this place was Oh, booming. you had an Aladdin's Castle? You had an Aladdin's Fuck Castle. Yeah, there. dude. Oh, man. And then I'm never walking had around, one of those clothes. But. And I was walking around thinking, like, 
I really want to watch Chopping Mall. <laughs> right? Dude, that was... That movie was definitely nostalgic hard for me. <laughs> it's such a great movie. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I love that movie so much that after, immediately after we reviewed it, I had to order the damn thing. Oh, you, best, best drawn video. Yep. I'm going to have mm. to do that, too. Very nice. So I don't know about you gentlemen, but I'm ready to take a peek behind Chad's curtain. Yeah, I want to hear the what's curtain. on cuts off. Lift okay, up that sexy robe. <laughs> first off, Chili Billy Bill Cardilli appears as a reporter in both <laughs> and the remake. What? <laughs> Say that again? Yeah. Uh, Chili, Billy. Hey, Chili Billy, he's a local horror host. Okay. Uh, he, he, he has the Chili Theater in Pittsburgh. Uh, and his daughter, Lori, uh, is the main character of Day of the Dead, which we'll be watching, you know, later on this year. Fuck yeah! So yeah, really? Billy Cardilly. Yep, he was the dude in the uh, on the black and white newscast. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. All right. At one point in the film, a female zombie can be seen walking through a field with a house in the background. This zombie hears the banging from the humans in the house, trying to board up the windows, and is attracted to the noise, so she turns and walks towards the house. Uh, that woman actually owned the house in real life. The producers wanted to use the house in the film and agreed to give the woman a small acting part in exchange. That's it. They didn't. If you no can money. secure the setting, most of your budget is right there. Right. I mean, if you yeah. can get that shit for free, you're fucking set, buddy. That's true. Not only that, if, they, if you can get the acting part as the person with the house and they didn't have to pay you, it's kind of a win-win. Yeah, yeah and she's not even like a bad I would hope they character. paid her, too. She's like, like there front and center for like a full minute of film time. Yeah, she is. Right. And that's a pretty big thing for... That's true, especially when you consider how many extras are still in, in actually this movie. So, yeah. Uh, Tom Savini originally wanted to start the film in black and white and then slowly add in the color. That would Ooh. Be cool. that what was, was that movie? Cool. What was that movie that did that? Oh, fuck. It wasn't a was horror movie, right? No, no. Well, no. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, no, you're not wrong. Technically, yes. yes. But that was not the one I was thinking of. It was the one... Um, where like when they start like going against the grain and then they all of a sudden like become colorized. Oh, it's don't want to the Pleasant Street streets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Pleasant yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the nightmares did do that too. I think that wasn't that uh four? Super Freddy. Five. Yeah, five. So, sorry, five. five. Yeah, yeah. Okay, dude. The less said about that film, the better. <laughs> don't be hating. Nah. It's not wrong. it's my least not favorite of the nightmare films. No, that's that's fair. I'd much rather watch Freddy's Dead. Yeah, like that's that's yeah, that's bad, okay. dude. Listen, it's got the glove, man. Like that's <laughs> it's a power glove. <laughs> now I'm playing with power. Continue. Uh, the Magruder zombie was a man that director Tom Savini saw in a diner and told him he would make a great zombie. So the man agreed, and he showed up to all of the premieres. That's awesome. That's dedication. That is. I love that. In my head, this is the way you said it. So simple. Like I really hope. Like that's. It was like man. You would make a great zombie. He's like, you know what? Fuck yeah, I would. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that there wasn't a hesitation for him to be like, that's how I hope. That's how I hope it happened in my head. That's how it happened, (laughs) and that's how Uh, it really happened. Yeah, we're just gonna go with that. (laughs) The Mercedes driven by Johnny at the beginning of the film was owned by Tom Savini. According to the director, it was the first car he bought after meeting with success, and it broke his heart to wreck it during filming. Oh, yeah, that would kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah, but he, he, he 
he got a new car out of it. I'll go into that. It's later on in the in okay. my note. Uh, Columbia Pictures, who distributed this film, nearly distributed the original Night of the Living Dead in 68. They requested of the original that the producers change the bleak ending to a more upbeat ending before they distributed it. When the filmmakers refused to make the requested changes, Columbia decided to pass. Hmm. No shit. Oh, interesting. In an interview with Cinefantastique, during the film's production, director Tom Savini mentioned the possibility of including a shooting star over the horizon at the beginning of the film. It wouldn't be specified whether it was a satellite or a meteor, but would have been an homage to the Venus probe theory behind the living dead in the original film, an idea oh, yes. that was completely dropped by Romero in favor of a more ambiguity in the next film. The idea never made it to the screen, unfortunately. But that was even mentioned in this. That would have been a cool nod. Yeah, that would have been nice. But hmm. that was that was mentioned in the movie too, when uh, when the reporters going on about uh, the possible origins of the zombie outbreak. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude, he, he was going like, and he says organisms from space. But then he says, and the CDC says that is absolutely preposterous. Yeah, he was even starting to laugh when he started saying something. Yeah, sure that's, that's canon to the franchise, though. Correct. The uh, the Venus probe. Yeah, the things from space causing that's, the virus. That's what I thought too. It is. He, Oh, so that's like the legit. That's mm -hmm. okay. it's something come from space. I still didn't know if it was in hmm. theory form. Like that just was. Happening. Uh, uh, whenever I, you I look don't. on all the stuff at the timeline, that's how it all starts. That's that's what I oh. thought too. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I'm fine with that. Oh, that would have cool had that. That's actually, I like that. Anyway, director Tom Savini has known Patricia Tallman since they went to college together. He chose to cast her because of her strong-willed demeanor. Well, there you go. Fit the yeah. role. Perfectly, Played, literally yeah. perfectly. Although I got to say, she didn't look like she would be old enough to have went to college with Savini. Well, how? Well, you're talking ninety. Yeah. yeah. Well, how? I mean, Savini's how, looked the same for like forty fucking years. So true yeah, that. That's true. And and Savini went to the, to uh, the war, so he put on went to college late. So yeah. Well, yeah, because he was in Vietnam. <laughs> ah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Russell Streiner, who uh, he produced this, right? Anyhow, uh, he appeared yeah. in the original Night of the Living Dead as Johnny, and he appeared as the sheriff in this one. Oh, no shit. Oh. That's awesome. Tom Savini pushed hard with the producers to make Barbara the survivor and an action heroine. See? So that was all he's doing. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. And yes, it was also his directorial debut. This is the only film in the Living Dead series in which the date of the zombie rising is mentioned, October, August 23rd, 1989. Oh. oh. Oh, that's right. It did say 89. I was not. Lawrence I Fish, was not. Right? It was towards Lawrence, the end. Yep. Lawrence Fishburne and Eric LaSalle both auditioned for the role of Ben. Nah, give it the Todd. So what Fishburne, what, Fishburne what did he look like? This I could time? see Fishburne. He would have just been coming uh, off of Pee Wee's Playhouse, dude. I don't know. So he was Cowboy Curtis. I could see he him. Probably wouldn't have looked like off. Cowboy Curtis, but he—I'm not saying he could. I think he okay, could. Okay, he might have been. Yeah, but, but, shaven. Yeah, yeah, but maybe. I would still rather have Tony Todd. Yeah, yeah. performance, no matter what. Yeah, like, Tony Todd was. No. He was intense, but he was also sympathetic. I mean, even yeah, that dude. scene where he cries. I felt mm. for him when he pulled out that broken cigarette, man. Like, <laughs> fuck, and then he found the fucking that is such keys. a fuck moment, dude. Right there. 
No, the worst is when I, he finds sitting and he finds the yeah, fucking that's true. and he just starts like, laughing. He's like, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> like, died. yeah. Okay, so, so going a little off topic, uh, not really off topic, but uh, the whole scene where he's talking to Barbara right after they get into the farmhouse and he's telling her all the things he's seen, you know, about all the zombies in the back of the truck. And everything. did anybody else get a, a Jaws vibe off of that? Like Quint's story about the USS Indianapolis? Yes, I thought the same thing. I'm like, he's he's uh, he's got a lot of shit already. And like, this all just started. That's what I yeah, thought. He was, I, like he, was like go, he, like, he was going on and on. Like, yeah. You know what? I didn't, but I feel like if I rewatched it now because you mentioned it. <laughs> go back and rewatch it and see. It's it, it's you'll get definitely get a very I just took it as like because in the first one he was a truck driver, right? That character. Uh I, I think he was supposed to be a truck driver. Yeah, so like I, I figured, like this one was either right. like he still was, and I don't know if he mentioned it or like no, I, he just that's his house. He just mentioned that um, he had a truck. He didn't say it was a truck driver. Okay, because I mean, I thought, was, I thought they yeah, said in yeah. this one, yes, yeah. Did they say Ben's a truck driver in this one? No, no in the original, he I, thought he, I thought in the oh. original one he was mentioned as a truck driver. Oh, I thought you were talking about the kid. The kid who owned the house. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. Um, but I was just saying, like, if if he like broke down in his his eighteen wheeler, like that would explain why he saw so much shit to where he got to like that truck to get to the house. Well, but, he was in Evan City at some point. Yeah, that's true. He said that was yeah, a, war was a war zone. <laughs> yeah, so he was fleeing from there because we're he's on the outskirts. We could get a full prequel of just him and st- like leading into him, like logistically, logistically. That even though it's good. not Hollywood logistics, because the way that they right. enter the, the cemetery is all fucky. Uh, <laughs> you you're you're going out of Evan City when you're going to the cemetery. So Correct. he'd be so he'd be exiting when he's going out past it so if she's leaving the same direction so i'm saying he's coming from evan city so you're saying that he go- left his 18 wheeler at the city hopped in another person's truck and then took it into like, or maybe like had to do some shit to get even to that truck okay and then he le- gets in the truck and gets dude like you could lead into this whole movie with a whole nother movie of like him trying to escape uh, that city or tj you, you you've been there uh he said okay the farmhouse they were at was just off the cemetery. Did he or did he not say that Evan City was like five miles away? I thought he said twenty. No, 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 no. He said it may as well be twenty. Five, because you can make that on fumes. Yeah, isn't this actual cemetery a lot closer than that? Yeah, pretty sure it's a lot closer than that. I, I thought it was like not even yeah. a mile outside of town. It's not that far. Oh, really? Out. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, I could be wrong. Lived there, so we don't know. It's not well, that yeah, far. Say, <laughs> it's been I, a long time since I've been to Evan City. Yeah. I just okay. have to take the pan shots of farmland and guess that it's out there. So. Yeah, it's funny because the entrance that they do it is so silly. They do it yeah. to, to a, for a certain way to make it more theatrical, to make it look a lot bigger than it actually is. Damn but man. I will say that hill is actually that fucking steep. Where okay. the car rolls down. Yeah. Oh. oh. Road trip. Right. <laughs> we, all, road trip. we all rent a car and just fucking pop it in neutral and crash it into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> just get that gotta be an old insurance. Mercedes though there you go just get that renter's insurance right I wonder okay. if they had to find a car that had it right there so she could hurry up and grab it the emergency brake release you know 
where they were like went through a, like a bunch of cars and was like, no, that was car? his car, no, wasn't that's it? That's Savini's car. Yeah, that was oh, his Mercedes. Yeah, that's why he said he was like super sad. To... I imagine they got that in one take, or at least I would hope. That. <laughs> I mean, if they did, well, luckily have... that was like easily accessible. Then I was just right? thinking that that whole time that like if that fucking thing was on the floor, she'd be struggling. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the old school pop style. Yeah. I still wish they had. I haven't seen that shit in a minute. Okay, continuing on. The scene where Barbara shoots a zombie in the chest and then finally the head was not originally going to be in the film. We were supposed to see a hideous female zombie that Barbara saw as her mother. Everyone was supposed to tell her to shoot it and the mother would have looked at Barbara and said, where's Johnny, Barbara? Then turned back into the hideous female zombie at which point Barbara would finally shoot. Oh, see, that would have been cool. I, I like the version we got a lot better. Yeah, I like the realism of Romero yeah. films. I don't think that would have taken the shit. realism like, out of it. Yeah. If, like, I, if I want nightmare stuff, I'll go watch an Argento movie. Like if somebody was like, yeah, hey, fair, we sucked her shrooms halfway through, so now she's on shrooms while fighting zombies. Not yeah. ooh, that's a, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> the night of the shroom zombies. Uh they already did bath salt zombies, so it's already been topped. Uh, bath zombies. So yeah, there the was one in, yeah, the original one in Florida. In so here's life. an idea for you. What about a movie where like so let's say there was like some entity or something that's killing people or anything, but the only way you could see it and fight it is if you were high. Yeah. So you just had to get super fucking baked, dude. And then all of a sudden, like they would just like come into like, you could see them. I almost this would be a horror say, comedy. This I almost want to say that's been done. Like it sounds really familiar. So like, just think about it. Like, like let's say if it was like a band of us, we were a high, like going to like do our ghostbuster thing or whatever, like fight, whatever the fuck we're going to go fight. <laughs> But then, like, these people are looking out the window and they just see, like, people, like, fucking swinging shit out in the middle of the street at nothing. But then it goes back and they're, like, actually, like, I don't know, just thought. Okay, I want to make this now. <laughs> <laughs> Could be our horror comedy. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so this, this goes back to the car. According to the director's commentary, someone sent a copy of the footage of the Mercedes rolling down the hill into the tree to Daimler-Benz, showing the airbag not deploying. They were report They were apparently rewarded with a new car. Oh, oh shit! Really? That's he got his fucking... car back. <laughs> Did he say what he got? The same car. I was, or the, was it the same car? Well, I said a new car. Yeah, oh, I was saying a new car because this was they the car. Got a brand new yeah, this was the car he first sparse. bought when he had money. When he first got a little bit of money. So I'm assuming this was. Did they Dawn say your? Is this Dawn of the Dead money? Oh, okay. 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 Was this Friday Thirteenth money? No, maybe not. No, it'd be Dawn maybe. of the Dead money. It have to be Dawn of the Dead money. Dawn dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's Yitzer money anyway, baby. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> and we got an actual Yinzer in this movie too. The guy was wearing a Steelers hat. Yes, it's Iron great. City shirt. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> The uh, the autopsy zombie at the beginning of the film was not in the original script. That was something that was added by Tom Savini. Thank you, Tom. Very well done. That lovely. A originally originally rated X by the MPAA. Following scenes had to be cut or changed for the R rating. Uh, close up of the fire poker and the head of the first zombie that Barbara killed. Mm. That Johnny mentioned uh, a gory headshot of the Gruder zombie when Barbara shoots him. A bloodier version of the scene where Barbara shoots and kills the bald zombie who tries to enter through the window. Mm -hmm. Tom blowing off the zombie's head with a shotgun, and Barbara Ooh. killing another zombie when she takes the gun from the dead cop zombie. Oh. Dude, re-release them. Yeah, give seriously. us an unrated cut. Come the fuck out. Shout Factory, do oh, something. Somebody, it. 
Uh, yeah, I wonder where this is at sitting for uh, rights wise. Like if it'd be able to actually happen. Well, I know I know Twilight Time did a uh, a bare bones version of it a couple years ago. Oh really? Hmm. Blu-ray release too? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah it was Blu-ray. Screen uh screen archives on Twilight Time now. Let me let me uh, the man who comes to the window after they throw the Gruder zombie out was a cab driver who Savini took a ride from and was hired to transport extras to and from the set during filming. Uh, Savini asked him if he wanted to play a zombie in the movie. According to Patricia Tallman during filming, he briefly stalked her and kept channeling Bill Mosley by repeatedly saying, I'm going to get you, Barbara, as a joke. Huh. They have it in stock. They do? 25 yeah. bucks. Ooh. Damn. ScreenArchivesEntertainment.com. Yep. Might just check that out. I will look yes, later. Without Romero on set, Savini clashed with the producers who did not allow him to explore his vision for the film. The production was not easy for the director, and he described it as the worst nightmare of his life. Oh. Fuck. Well, fuck. That sucks. Seriously. Still made a great movie from it, but. Yes, definitely. This you never want to hear you never want to hear they had a bad time making it though you know what i mean like that's okay. but that's common for the producers to just yeah, it can happen they run yeah. the show you could you this could was really tony todd's first horror film by the way yeah he, and he was it really he was young that's awesome yeah because can i figured Man he was uh, i figured he was, Man was 1984 but i could be wrong oh, oh, shit. Man was 94. that's awesome Okay, uh, about a minute, an hour, 10 minutes into the film, Cooper's standing in front of a picture of a U.S. Navy ship. The picture is of the infamous USS Eldridge, which was reported to have been part of the 1943 Philadelphia experiment involving (laughs) make it invisible. This is largely considered to be a hoax, but the legend of the Eldridge has lived on and its place in the film hints at paranormal developments. Yes. Oh, that fucking thing happened. That's a that's a movie, too. Mm hmm. Is it really? What's the name of the movie? Philadelphia, Philadelphia Experiment. Experiment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look it up look sometime. Out. There's there's some supposedly really weird shit that happened with the Philadelphia Experiment. Yeah, so the government uh, was supposed yeah. to was messing with time travel and they supposedly tried to wasn't it wasn't time travel. It was, it was they were trying to cloak the ship. They were trying to make it. Well, that was one world. thing. They they worked on a few different things at the yeah. Well, anyway, they tried yeah. to do something with this ship, cloak it, teleport it, or something, and the ship disappeared and then appeared somewhere else. And all the crew were supposed to be fused to the hull and shit. Didn't they oh. find it in Russia? No, it was like Virginia. Or no, it was out in the harbor. Like, yeah, it it was somewhere. It was somewhere in Philadelphia, and then like showed up yes. in Virginia. Yeah, That's it was like fucking weird because whatever base they had that like supposedly they had one in new york city and i know what you're talking yeah. about they the new york city one was supposedly working on the whole like stargate theory of like yeah. teleporting to a different like place and shit and supposedly not going that this is like somewhat supernatural shit but that kind of leads to the whole like he's still in ufo <laughs> phenomenon supposedly because they said uh, people in New York were fucking up, and if they I had my something up, and that's why I'd play the X Files theme right now, right? Oh, uh, the <laughs> next week, that's a, yeah. That's why there was such a huge like UFO blip in the fifties to the sixties, is because like somebody was fucking with something they shouldn't have, and yeah, 
No, the government would never do that. What? Never <laughs> ever. Yo, my grandpa was part of the Tahiti Society. I I trust the government. <laughs> I trust the government. Oh man, where's my FBI agent? <laughs> trying to get trying to get some more Biden bucks there, are you, buddy? Okay, continuing on. The scene at the end of the film where several oh, zombies please. are lynched from a tree and shot at was in fact scripted for the original 68 film, but cut out because of the racial tensions drip, gripping the country at the time. The scene plays homage to that scene. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I almost want to feel like there was like a picture of that. Like at the end of the first one. What's that? A picture I'm of zombies gonna... hanging from a tree. I could be wrong though. I could just be confusing um, that with the remake. I don't remember in the first one. I just remember them talking to the sheriff, and then I thought there was like a fire. Like they shot they shot Dwayne, and then it was like, wasn't there a reporter like interviewing that sheriff? And like that's how it ended out. Probably. I don't know. It's been a minute too yeah. since I watched like I said, it. I thought it might yeah. Okay. Head uh, to YouTube. Free. Okay, and finally, Savini was initially hired to perform the special effects, but was persuaded to direct by Romero. Savini was drawn to the remake because he was unavailable to do the special effects on the original. Mm. Yep. Here's your second chance, kid. And that is all right. I got, gentlemen. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. Big Johnny D, what you got for me? Uh, So... As much as I said earlier, I do love Barbara, and I do. How the fuck did she shoot so well without even wearing her glasses? You know, that's a good question, because she couldn't see shit with them. Because uh, I'm just saying, them. like, if they were reading glasses, and the wife and I had this discussion, I'm like, if they're, if they're reading glasses, she only would need them for reading, so she probably wouldn't have had them on the whole time at the cemetery. So. And she didn't need them to drive because she wasn't driving. Nope. So they're not, so they're not driving glasses. But sure. dude, she once she takes those off and puts her pants on, maybe it's the pants. Maybe that's all it is, dude. Maybe it's the, pants, the pants, pants gives you a straighter shot. Like you know, you don't have that wind blowing up. You need a little cool air. Hmm. Well, out of everybody in that house, she definitely wore the pants. Right. But um, let's see here. So. What party games would you take place in the Jamboree at the end there? Oh, the zombie pit. That looks fun. Oh, uh, I would be like fucking channeling the bull, putting my head in front I think, of him. Like, Come I on. think that would be the most fun. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's one where you're betting money on because money doesn't mean shit anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. I don't know. I, I, I think it'd be fun to shoot the zombies hanging from the trees. I mean, that goes over after you're tired, after like wrestling with a zombie or something like that. Because you're, you're just trying to shoot them. You're not trying to shoot them in the head. You're just having fun with them. Right. No, you know what would be fun? I just thought of one. Zombie baseball. And by that, you have a zombie that run tr- well, somehow runs at the batter and he whacks the head off. Let's see how far that baby goes. <laughs> and you make and you make bets on how far it goes. Zombie baseball. All right. I just I gotta say, like, I love the whole pan of that scene, and there's that one random food truck in the back. Like, I don't know who that dude is, but that dude saw an opportunity and fucking took it. And I want to <laughs> know his the hot, story. Uh, the hot sausage like, guy, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, who the fuck showed up with the hot sausage truck, dude? But he was just like, you know what, man? People are gonna be fucking hungry after killing all these zombies. So let's fucking. And you know something? Like, he made a killing. Literally. Dude, yeah. That, and that then, other, like, that other thing was a food truck, too. The thing they were leaning on when. Yeah. She was like, hey, you guys having fun? And they're like, Bruh. 
Yeah, because like I saw, like that was like the old school food truck where they had like mm-hmm. cigarettes and shit on it, dude. Oh. Tell like yeah, and the one in the background is when you see it like the the local fire department. Hot yeah, sauce yeah, yeah, or like yeah. at the small carnival or some bullshit, yeah. dude. Like, but it was just perfect. Like whoever that dude was, he's like, he knows when opportunity knocks, you got to just jump. He's <laughs> like, there's a zombie apocalypse. Um, other than money. that, man, unless you guys got any questions, I think I'm good, dude. Like this is I, a pretty I, like, I, it's pretty cut and dry. Anything else I think would be looking way too crazy. Yeah, into it. I would say this is pretty a straightforward zombie. Any, zone. any any zombies out there, TJ? I saw you looking. Goddamn neighbor kids. Is it that little shit on my lawn? Uh, I, I I promised myself I wouldn't get mad over it anymore, but uh, you know I'm I'm, I'm full on Mr. Wilson at this point. So yeah. Well, listen. Yeah. Remember, you know you got backup right here. Just give me a call. <laughs> just like you said in the ch- just like you said in the chat about those fucking shoes. Somebody steps on them, you know, right? Your Bob, here's 20 bucks. Make them go away. Listen, where'd they go? <laughs> They'll never find them. Dude, those shoes are mint. I'd be so scared of getting them dirty. Right? Like, oh. those are in, like you said, like, into, like I'm wearing those on carpet. Yep. And only inside. Did you, did you, actually, <laughs> did you actually buy those? Yeah. How yeah, those are they? the. Uh, they were 120 a piece when I got them. That's not dude, bad. Those, the orange and blue bad. ones, man. I fucking love those Don't ones, dude. Don't take them anywhere. I checked back 20 minutes after I bought them, and they were gone in my size. So, what uh, what do the Chitara ones look like? Uh, they're oh, they're so cool. They yeah. got like they got like uh, the cheetah print on the tongue, and like okay. halfway on on the on the top, and they got the orange stripe and stuff. It's they're very it's totally girly orange, dude. Like yeah, when I first on. when I first saw this pictures, I'm like, oh, those are cool. Then I look back, I'm like, wait. That's his house. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. When did you tell me you were ordering those? That was a few days ago, wasn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Those are awesome. I, I fucking, fucking love Thundercats. I, I saw that collaboration. You got to get it. And then Super Seven announced a whole line of uh, of Ultimate figures, and then they're releasing the Thunder Tank, and it's four times the size of the Kenner one. It's like the Jabba Sail Barge, but for Thundercats fans. Yep. Did they? And you said what? Four ninety nine. Yeah, uh, it's, it's four fifty. Four fifty. Four fifty. Uh, and the ultimates are fifty bucks a piece. Yeah, but, they're, they're pricey. But when I say ultimates, you take your NECA figures and you take it up a notch. Yeah, yeah. We're getting alternate heads and shit. We're getting proper art, like turned up articulation. The sculpting's a little bit. Now this more. is classic Thundercats. We're talking. This about, is right? OG seventies okay. Thundercats. Like. See, I love Thundercats, but I don't know if I 70s love them or was it 80s? 80s. Thundercats 80s. Was, I thought the Thundercats original run no, was in the 70s. 80s. No, Mid 80s, I want to say. Oh. 86? 85, I think. Okay. And then I'm just, I'm crazy. 2011 was the reboot, which was fucking is fucking phenomenal. I'm actually watching it now. <laughs> 85. Oh, I thought it was in the 70s. No. <laughs> 85 to 89 was the original. You might be confusing that with the original uh of Voltron. Dude, oh, they should have made snarf okay. shoes, man. I would have got snarf shoes. Like I fucking hated old school snarf, but I would have totally got the shoes. <laughs> yeah. I wish they had Wiley Cat Wiley Cat shoes for kids. That'd be they awesome. need mum they need mumra shoes. They're like all Dude. laces everywhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do they transform? Like they fucking... Yeah, you they'd have to pump on them. <laughs> like you're just like Mumra the ever living. <laughs> That'd be killer. Like electric fucking laces on it. They just 
<laughs> okay, now, now I just want it for that. Dude, that all right. Was, that was such a killer cartoon. Fuck yeah, dude. That's okay. Dude, like I said, 2011 definitely does homage to it. Yeah, perfectly. The only yeah, thing I didn't it. like about that that I remember is they were all from the same planet. Yeah. Like there was no Thunder yeah. blowing up. Well, no, there was Thunder. You, it, yeah, they, the they already said they already settled on Earth. It was a totally kind of different backstory. Like yeah. Thunder, oh. Thunder already ex- like was fucked, and then okay. the surviving Thundercats came to. They Earth cut out and- the important parts, Chad. <laughs> yeah, they were like, get to the fucking action, damn it! Like, yeah. they're Kid. like, Lionel's already a teen, and he's gonna stay that age. He doesn't miraculously become like a man because his capsule fucks up. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that works. All right. But anyways, let's go back to horror. Yeah. Yes. So let's get into the questions. Where did we watch this, guys? On Prime. demand, baby. Okay. Prime. Prime. Prime for me. Yeah. It, 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 it was good. I'd like to see a company. Uh, I think maybe. Yeah, I'd like to see a company go through and uh, clean up all the, the little film uh, tears and stuff I saw. It, it's a little dirty at times. Yeah. Just some stuff I saw. Uh, Douche of the movie. Koopa. Oh. Cooper, dude, hands down. Listen, yeah. I, I don't know how Ben just didn't literally, like, literally beat the shit out of this guy. I, I would have done it in five minutes. Been like, you, you know what? You had to have that build up to when Barbara finally takes him out, dude, because it's so satisfying when she finally it, fucking oh, does it. That was it. great. That was like, great. It is. Like, it is. It, it's but, sad mm. because obviously you're going to see Ben's state, but that just makes it so much more like, okay. Thank you. <laughs> that just how just how coldly she says. There's another one for the pile. That's, fuck that's yeah, dude. I, Those dudes look at each other. They're like, "Fuck." <laughs> that's actually probably one of my favorite lines. Is her coldly saying that about him? Right, it's, dude. It's the dopest. So I'm gonna add a question in here. Favorite Ooh. zombie design, and it can't be a main lo- zombie. So just the, like, yeah, the fr- the first zombie we get smashing okay. through the window. Uh, that's mine. I got. I, 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 the heroin zombies, I just got a giggle out of that. The heroin. So random. <laughs> so fucking random. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> but they fit had made it prevalent, dude. Yeah. Like, it was just, I don't know. It was just a thing. I, I, I would say the autopsy zombie because of the realism of it. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with Chad. That was definitely my favorite just because. Did you, you notice whenever Ben first comes out, there's a zombie that immediately darts in the fucking house? <laughs> Wait, when he, fr- oh, no. when he first comes out of the house. There's a dude like a Chuck Norris jacket. Uh, he's waiting right outside the door. And as soon as he runs out, he doesn't even go after Ben. He just darts right in the house and stands in the fucking doorway. Doesn't go in the whole way. The door's wide open. He runs right into the doorway and just stops. And just starts flailing his arm. It's so funny. <laughs> I didn't notice. Is this right on the main porch? Like As soon as Ben goes that- out with the, with the uh, torch, he, he fucking... And this is yeah. this is the scene where he like goes out and then he like he fucking like literally like takes on a hundred zombies. Just yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I now, fucking... now I gotta go back and watch. <laughs> there's, there's like a full yeah. denim guy just like. Okay, I don't I know don't... what to do. Act like a zombie. Uh, you, I don't think I'm supposed to go in the house, but act like you can't. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a it's video always, game. Then it's always great to see like really watch every little like side characters person, like just to see how they're acting and like yes. what they decide to do. Cause you know, every zombie movies like that with the extras, they're just like, all right, do your fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like have fun with it. Make it look real. Yeah. Okay, like, so, since we're going along this route, I thought the one weirdest scene of the one zombie was, uh, went, went up to the guys, the kid's uncle's corpse. And it picks up the the hand and it just starts just waving it around. Just starts yes! around. And yeah. then the other, 
Isn't it the heroin zombie that steals it from him? I think so. But like all the oh, other zombies, all the other zombies are tired eating. To eat it. Or, He's yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just like waving it around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's it's like, so uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I can do it. You can. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Okay, so maybe maybe the actor, maybe the extra they had playing that zombie was legit just so drunk and fucked up that he didn't know what he was doing. Like, like, he, that that pretty, right. uh, he was looking pretty loose. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Favorite kill. Of any... <sighs> yeah. Oh. You didn't answer, John? No, no, no. I agree. Okay. Mine was with Chad, because I okay. like I love yeah. the autopsy zombie. I was just trying to think of any random like other ones, dude, that like stood out. But you have to go back through it, dude. It's yeah, a gold mine. So, it's such yeah. a gold mine. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about the nude zombie we get with the nice ass uh, coming in there? Listen, right? that's just total homage to the OG one, man. That's like a Texas Chainsaw shot of nude butt. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> in front of the house, it's just like, it's like oh mm, yeah, mamba, mamba. <laughs> It's like mm, necrophilia. <laughs> oh Mom my butt. god! <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Had to, had to go there. Had to go there. Oh fuck! So guys, uh, best scene. Kill. No, we need. Oh, favorite kill. kill. Favorite kill. Oh, I'm gonna have to go with Cooper, dude, just because it was the most satisfying. It was very satisfying. Like it was yeah. just like, mm, like yeah, it's not the I'm most over the top bitch. kill, but I gotta go. As satisfying as that was, I I love the two for explosion at the fucking gas pump because that guy was such a dumbass. Yeah. Um, that was good. That effect was fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with Chad on that because there was—I mean, for me, there's not too many kills to really pick. So I'll go with Chad on that with the explosion at the gas. That pump. the uh, X-rated version of that zombie getting shot a fuck ton of times is pretty cool. I, I will to, have to, to watch that after. This. I'll have to yeah. watch that. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it in like a a featurette or something on the DVD. And they taught and they show that like the footage of the extra blood and stuff, and it's pretty cool. Uh, somebody knocking. No, I heard that too. it might have been at my. <laughs> I apologize, John. Now's not the time. <laughs> Best it's scene. That ghost, it's that ghost again. Yeah, that smoky ghost. Best scene. Is <laughs> ectoplasm? Um, <laughs> uh, Best scene. I, you know, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer first. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the whole the whole scene that made me think of the Quint scene from Jaws. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go I, with. I, oh, oh, go ahead. No, no. You. There's a shot. So this is like my shot slash scene. Uh, it's an exterior shot of the house, and it's them removing bodies from the house, and it's from the woods. It it just felt super eerie to me. So you know what I'm talking about? Ben and Barbara are taking the bodies that they killed inside the house and pulling them out the back door. Mm -hmm. So it's a shot from the exterior of the woods looking at the side of the house at the back door, but it's kind of like off to the left. So it's like if somebody was chilling in the woods looking at the house and you see the light, the back porch light, light the scene, and you just see them carrying dead bodies and throwing them out of the house. Is that, if I, and mistake me if I'm wrong, isn't it like you're essentially watching it from a zombie point of view? Because yes. isn't it like flip yeah. around and you you see one essentially where the camera was i'm not sure yeah I, I, no i think you're right johnny i think you're right god damn it, i'm just gonna have to rewatch it again dude. i just think it's i just right. think that that one shot <laughs> is just so fantastic and such a cool idea i think a lot of stuff like that is in this film but i'll talk about that later <sighs> favorite scene god damn it dude it's a tie between tony todd literally just fucking fisticuffing 
like 50 zombies. That was <laughs> great. He's just fucking rolling around. And I'm just thinking like how much fun that scene was must have been for him. Like, mm-hmm. all right, everybody, Tony Todd's just going to roll through here and he's just going to push the fuck out of you. So just kind of roll with it. Just have fun with it. <laughs> and that's what he did, dude. Like, it was great. But I, nobody's considering. <laughs> it's like, hey, 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 Tony Todd, uh, this is your first horror movie. Yeah. You're going to play the most iconic <laughs> black man in horror history. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> okay. John, I just had. I just had a funny thought. Okay, the scene that you're just just describing, but uh-huh. replace Tony Todd with Michael Jai White as Black Dynamite. Oh! oh! <laughs> I thought you were just going to say something uh. simple like throw in Benny Hill music or something, which I would have accepted <laughs> as well. Why? Okay, that would have just been hilarious. Uh, Black Dynamite fighting zombies. Could have done uh, Pootie Tang and hit people with belts. Oh my fucking the god! Oh, <laughs> Pootie Tang. I have not. That's like fucking high school, dude. Holy fuck! Oh, God this is our version it. of Pootie Tang. <laughs> Goddamn zombies coming around. I feel like we need to review Pootie Tang for a one-off, dude. <laughs> well, the, dude remember, we, that's, that's why I'm saying we need to do a one-off, uh, a different show where we just review the most random fucking things that because don't like, fit into anything else. Dude, like, yes, with Pootie please. Tang, like, Pootie Tang to me, like, for some reason would go on, like, a weird tangent of, like, yo, after that, you would be, need to watch, like, Kung Pao and then, like, just fucking, I don't know, man. I don't know why, like, those two, like, put together okay but. okay if this if this ever comes together we do another show with random movies the very first movie we watch has to be orgasmo oh yes absolutely, dude. oh my god not not the umberto lenzi movie on Grasmo. <laughs> no no <laughs> we're gonna go with the uh the creative the italian <laughs> yes <laughs> we, no, the- we gotta do the spaghetti western the hills run red <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> It's, uh, I prefer this one. <laughs> I don't know if I right? want this. this is a way, I didn't understand the. How did they reboot this from the? <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird spit up. DJ, you totally should have watched that and then just be completely lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many times is that? No, it's so dude? funny. Right? Right? So done that in a while, but that was with the. Uh, that was all our demon movies. Yeah, that's a fucking. Oh, I still yeah. think about that, dude. I'm like, God damn, dude. There's that, that, that's where he made the meme where she got the Rona, but she wanted the D, you know? Oh, <laughs> oh. so <laughs> opening scene, yes. Oh, God, God. great opening scene. Oh, yeah, totally hooked in. Not even a question. Yeah, sold. It's perfect. Hottest girl, hottest guy. I'm gonna go with uh, Cooper's Tony. wife and Ben. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that too. I bet you. I bet you. Cooper's wife had this whole MILF thing going on. Yes, she did. Like you were way too hot for like this version of Tom Tolls. Yeah. (laughs) She deserves the Corey Which totally explains why he's such an asshole to her because obviously like that's how he keeps her in her thumb, but. Uh, uh, Tony Todd, obviously. I mean, definitely Tony Todd for sure. He also has like the most bitchiest slap ever. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, but she's like, oh, oh, he hit me. Yeah, that was, was like, a <laughs> that was a slap. Like, seriously? <sighs> you know what, man? I'm gonna have to go with badass Barbara at the end, dude. Yeah, I, um, I will agree with Johnny on that as Barbara. Again, she has that Ellen Ripley hotness. Yeah, I think that's it. it yeah. And she's a ginger. It's, I mean, it, it's something with yeah, that with the ooh, ammo belt and the jean baby. jacket. I don't know why. Like maybe maybe there's a little Canadian in me or something. I don't <laughs> okay, if you would have asked me this question the first time I saw the movie, I would have said Barbara. But seeing it now, I gotta agree with TJ. Cool. It's a yeah. Cooper's cool. wife. 
Cooper's wife. She is. You this movie's Betsy. Choice. She is a she smoke is. show. <laughs> Nobody said the blonde, which is kind of funny. Oh, she was annoying. I did not like her at yeah. all. No. Yeah. She, she she was that one where you definitely... That's the one where in those movies where you just kind of go, I want you to die. I just I don't yeah. know when, but I want you to die. I, th- I like, thought Cooper it was hilarious. So, but she was definitely second up. I thought it was oh, hilarious yes. when they tried... The, her boyfriend was convincing them to take her to the gas pump and saying she's been driving trucks since she was a little girl. And as soon as she starts oh, yeah. up, she's grinding gears. <laughs> Yeah, like, she's like, eh, no, like, put the clutch in. Stop. Never yeah. said I was. <laughs> I never said I was experienced. Yeah, kid. How old are you in that movie? 18, so that, that was funny years as ago. <laughs> so, oh man, so score. score. Yes, fantastic. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I, the score fit the movie perfectly. I loved it, especially the uh, for for example, whenever she first gets to the house and she's like walking around the outside. The, mm. the music really yeah. sets the tone for her like a kind of like a mysterious ambiance of yeah, it was where, really yeah it's, it's good shit it's fucking yeah. good shit yeah, Get really, really good. can we say best song, was uh, best song? Not, not really a i feel song. like there was music was there music at the end during the jamboree yeah but i think I it was more was. like coming out of a radio so i don't i didn't really yeah, I don't remember i don't so remember. Really yeah, i mean it wasn't like, a, yeah you're correct it wasn't no. nothing like, aside from yinzer yodeling i couldn't hear shit yodeling. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think i don't even think they were listening to anything in the radio in the beginning on the drive yeah i think they were just no that was it was just him going they're coming to get you barbara fuck yeah dude oh bill mosley and just think, the movie, he had Texas Chainsaw 2 before this in the blob. Yeah, you dog dick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 I got to echo it on my back, on my fucking head, too. That's kind of funny. <laughs> my tweet, you dog dick. <laughs> Favorite character, guys? Ben. Uh, ben. Ben for days. But yeah. Barbara's a very close second. Oh, actually, yeah. uh, I would put the, I'm putting them side by side. So both of them. I I put her worked well off each other. I got I got to put her just a little bit under because Ben was a strong character just coming out of the gate at the very beginning and she wasn't right. That's oh yeah that's yeah you're right. She had to go through a character progression because yeah yes we did a very good character progression. You saw that again again just like Ripley. Yeah, you saw character progression of the two of them. For mm-hmm. the time frame, that was that was pretty good. You know, for 1990 horror, having character progression within a film. That's pretty good. <laughs> Just saying. Fair. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, guys, well, was, was it scary? Scary. I I would say yes. Yes. I it could yeah, tighten the butthole. I would say definitely for the time yeah, it came out for sure. Real yes. tight. Mm. I'll talk about that right now. Toy like <laughs> toy, toy or a tiger. Uh, well, uh, does it hold up today? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Abs fucking Lutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Just Boy, give me those extra cuts that got taken out. Dude, yeah, the original me, holds up today. What you talk about? Very did, right. Did all of the movies do. Like, did we, did we need a re- reboot or remake? No. But, but did, did it do a it? good job hey, of one? Here's a question. Yes. Did we yes. need one or did Tom Savini need a chance to prove himself? And there we go. I'm fine but with un- that. Unfortunately, he really didn't get a chance to prove himself because of all the interference from the producers. But that's their problem. But I think that the fact that he was given this opportunity is just cool in and of itself and that this exists. Yeah, I mean, but he's really only directed I like I really what? wish we could have seen his vision. True he that. directed yeah. what? Like this, he, this was his first and I think he directed like two movies and like that's kind did of Did he do it. Knight Riders? No. No. no I don't believe so. He did the stunts on that movie. 
Hmm. Seems like he did a lot of the stunts on Romero's movies. Oh, of course. But yeah, but, hold up um, today, absolutely. Yeah, certainly. You could literally watch the original and this and still be like, both amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm, well, yeah. Oh, Tales from the Dark Side. He did three episodes of. Ah, uh, thank you, sir. That's what it was. And then in theater 2011 on the Theater Bazaar, he did the segment Wet Dreams. And then most recently... <laughs> Oh my god, he's involved in the Nightmare he's directing the Nightmare City remake? What? What? No shit. Nightmare Chad, Nightmare the Umberto, City, speaking City. of Umberto Lenzi. <laughs> Which one what's Nightmare City? Is that, that no, what am I thinking? Am I think I'm thinking of Park City, I think. It wasn't bad, but it had such a really cool premise that I don't feel like it lived up to. Well, hopefully it can now. You're gonna find out soon enough, that's for sure. All right. Okay. 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 Does it hold up today? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, we yes. Said yes. Acting. Yes. Acting was fantastic. I think yeah. we all unanimously agree. For for Tony, Tony Todd's first horror film, the man was on fire. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I mean, the same could be said about Robert Englund's first film. Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he was. Uh, literally. Mm-hmm. Did my camera just die? Yes, it did. Oh, you did. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh-oh. Edge cam. Well, it wouldn't uh, be we a go. shit show without it. <laughs> Every time camera. I see that, dude, I just see edge cam. Like, it just puts... T- I, that's a different perspective cam, then. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. This is uh, this is a, a quarter angle. That is, that is some harsh lighting are you, there. Are you, uh, are you edging it out there, buddy boy? Edging it out, huh? <laughs> Having an edge job? That's, that's better. better. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay, keep going. So we are. I mean, we all said acting was great. So yes. we are on cinematography, gentlemen. TJ, so, did we like the cinematography? I, I think that Bobby. You have anything you want to say? I thought the film was very well lit. I, I, it wasn't, it, it wasn't over the top. And even the nighttime, because I have it on, it's perfectly lit there's not too much um saturation with colors mm-hmm. it's it's like perfect for this you want to talk so, about a good scene that kind of captures all of this go for it there's a pan shot where we see a zombie walking behind like lattice work and like some vines mm, and we see and the light oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. From, and we see it and i believe it's actually the zombie that she stabs with the uh with the yeah in the beginning yeah it was yes, yeah same one so we see that shot and this it's nighttime but like Bobby said, the lighting it's and, lit, the way it, and the way yeah. it's just the, the camera placement is just so unique. It's so fun. It's it, it's really cool. It, it takes a lot of these Romero shots and moments and takes them and stylizes them to a point that's just really, really, really cool. And we see these these shots that kind of build atmosphere on top of atmosphere already. So we get the, the normal character story progression and stuff. But then we also get these shots of just like scenery where we kind of they allow us to really seclude our, our characters to almost isolate ourselves to, to show that this is out in the middle of nowhere and that the dread is coming. The more, the more shots we see of the exterior of the house and there's not more and more zombies coming. It just, I think that this movie just does such a good job of just building upon the original film and just making it better. It's expansive. That's, that's the word of the day is expansive. Yeah. Very nice. All Very right. Nice. I guess I, I will agree with that, TJ. This movie really made you feel isolated in a very 
well done farm setting. Mm-hmm. Sure. They did it well. Bobby, your internet's stroking out again. You say Bobby froze oh, up. A on. Your your oh, audio was oh, good, but your video oh, froze up a little bit, bud. So. All right, hold on. Yeah, man. So I don't really still... know if I could add on to anything you guys said. I mean, same. It's same. Beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. It's uh, yeah. And with a big old farmhouse. I mean, even in the '90s, I figured like you know, farmer might have floodlights everywhere, so it makes sense that it, he has a lit up yard and shit like that. So, yeah. And I did really, I think my favorite shot was the, the car coming down to the tree. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It was a very jarring moment. It was just like, my, my could favorite almost was, be considered maybe a jump scene, but maybe not. I don't know. I think pretty damn think close. So. My favorite was the zombie POV shot of it falling off the second Ooh, floor. Yes. How it just broke through the fucking banister. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like she got out of there just in fucking. <laughs> yes, she did. Holy shit. That could have been a really short movie for her. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. All righty. So we're going to have to wait for Mr. Booby to come back. Pop him back in. There, there, we, there go. we go. There we go. Hey. hey, hey. Mr. Booby. I guess I'm going to borrow time, but I'm here. So I'm going to oh. make it while it works. Fucking <laughs> Okay. We're almost done then, huh? Recycle, rewind, remake. Well, we got to go premise. <laughs> Want. I think I think oh, we premise, can all... we all love the premise. Yeah. All yeah, of yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on to the next. Rewind. Rewind. Um, yes. Re-release. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Re-release with uncut directors uncut. Okay, send it to Vinegar Syndrome. Okay. Ooh, yes. Let them get let them get the special uh the special treatment on there. 4K restoration of the original footage. Clean it all up. Include the X-rated footage. Put it back mm-hmm. in there. Give us some sort of deluxe edition with a nice slippy, and we'd be set. Ooh, you nailed it! Contact and, and them right throw now. in the slippy there too, huh? Like, yep. and be sure to contact them through Project Louder. Because I'm, I'm saying the choice. original artwork is fantastic, so we want to keep. Oh that. yeah, but I yeah. do yes. want to. I want new artwork with a nice little slippy, so I can have a, the new artwork. Do you want a textured slippy or a normal? Oh, it has to be all. If it's vinegar. You stroked out hard, buddy. Yeah, you <laughs> oh yeah, you. St- Fuck, are we dipping? What the hell's going I, on? I, I, I got better bars right now, so I say I'm I'm, I'm full green here. Yeah, I'm Fuck. full green. I've been full green the whole time. Yeah, let I'm the camera so. using the internet. Yeah, damn it, Taryn. <laughs> are we good? Uh, yeah, we're good. I think we're good. So. Okay, let's do a rating. TJ, why don't you go first? Seeing as your pick, bud. Uh, I'm gonna give this a four point seven five. Ooh, Chad. That's a bit more ambitious. I'm going to go a solid four. Bobby. 3.7. And John. Uh, I'm going to go 4.3, dude. That is a Gormore score of 4.2. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, I would say that's not bad for one of the re, uh, good remakes. I'm just trying to think of like what I would score the original, and obviously this would have to be a little under it. That's what I was um, thinking too. So, I mean, no, I mean, I honestly was going to give the first one. I give it a five. That's right. Me. So yeah, that's, it's, it's hard to argue with that. We haven't, re- we haven't reviewed that one yet, but that's one of those no. films that I feel like has been done to hell. So well, we're, we're, Did we say more? That's that one we would have to do a, we'd have to watch all with everybody. Yeah. We could do a watch along with that since yeah. it's public. Domain. Yeah. Which we got, we got to do. So we'll give them their reviews as we go. Like, a day when our internet's better. 
I promise. Mm. Uh, I don't know what's going on with mine. I'm hardwired. I will have to take care of this. Fun. We do have the technology to do a really cool watch along, though. So, yes. so yeah, yeah, we will All take right. care of that. So for next episode. Yes. What zombie. do we have? Which yeah. zombie? The Lucio Fulci classic. I love this one. So this is Shark. the first the first zombie, right? Or, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And we can. F- this is I E, not I. Yeah, the, the zombie it. with an eye would be Dawn of the Dead. And if you're going with that series, then this would be Zombie 2. Zombie Flesh Eaters. Yes. It's all. Zombie it's all. So wait, <laughs> it has many different titles. So we're going It's Zombie 2. No, Zombie. Technically. Zombie. Look up, look up Fulci's the Zombie US or title. Zombie 79. Yeah. The U.S. title. Yes. It, it's on Shutter. Okay. Yeah, oh, I, is I it? saw that. Yeah, well, that yeah. All right. So that's what I was going to ask. I was like, where can we find this? Chad and I will be it. enjoying the uh, 4K from Blue Underground. No, I don't think oh, dude, it's all. Wow. Oh, okay. Bro, it's on Actually, everything. It's on Hulu, fucking Showtime. Showtime. Oh, Amazon. Description. All right. Sweet. All right. So yeah, it's still, I it's think still before, arriving March 31st. So I oh, think okay. before we call this episode. Yes. And because. I'm surprised none of us actually brought it up in our slice of life. Here it comes. No, we don't have time. We don't no. have time for this. We don't have time. DJ's like, we need another two. We need four hours to talk yeah. about. Listen, That's a diff- I'm, different I'm, subject, I'm just, man. Listen, all I'm going to say is so much better than what the fuck we got back in 2017 this is what cinema is that's all i'm gonna say if you don't like it you don't know cinema simple as that okay there okay i'm uh obviously i'm not riding it as hard as everybody is but i definitely enjoyed the fuck out of it oh and anybody that complains that it's in 4-3 you see more to the screen why would no see that didn't bother me that did not bother me at all dude like the movie was shot for imax right so So it's actually set for 4-3 format we have no problems with bars on the top and bottom, but the moment we put them on the sides, everyone's like, Ooh, we see less. No, actually, we see more from the top and bottom now. To which, in my head, and I don't know, if, obviously, because he was going with the other, but like, think about a comic panel. And I yes. definitely agree. Anything comics is going to be close up. You got to have the detail. That's the whole fucking point of the con. You know what I mean? So anything you have for a pan shot in a comic, it's look, it's all blurred and distorted regardless. Right. Like, cause everything's drawn super small. You obviously don't have detail. So like the four, three for this aspect, especially because obviously, you know, the, the slow-mos happen a lot in this movie. So it kind of makes sense for the, to me, at least it's more of like a, it, it seems more like a comic book. Are we available this weekend to do a roundtable discussion about the Snyder Cut? Possibly. Okay. We'll, we'll work I mean, do we out. want? We could do it either. We could do it after MK if you want. Okay. I, we'll st- I still have. I still haven't watched a single DC movie, so I'd, I, I'd, I gotta. I'll have to watch it. <sighs> well, we. Gonna, there's other people in the net. That I'm works still gonna say. Well. Oh, still yeah, gonna yeah, say, yeah. and TJ might hate me for this, but Shazam is still my favorite one. That's fine. I, I loved it. I, it. I we watched it fucking again last night. But because of Justice League, I could not. Julie was really upset. She wanted to watch it. But I was like, I started watching. I was like, this might be a little too violent for you. And she's like, why? And I was like, because you'd probably start crying once fucking horses start getting shucked around like fucking rag dolls. So 
Jen, Jen was like, we'll put something else on. So I put on Justice League War. And I was like, eh, this is mildly more appropriate. <laughs> no, no, TJ. I love War, dude. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. No, I'm thinking Apocalypse War. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah, yeah, oh, right. yeah. That's rated R. No, no, no. Justice yeah. League War was at least PG-13. So you got a little bit of swearing, but nothing like F-bombs or anything like that. So, but. So at least I got around that Justice League kick. But yeah, dude. Uh, I'm almost surprised none of us mentioned it. Oh, I, 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 I was expecting it. it. I, I, I didn't. I didn't watch it, so I couldn't say it. Fair enough. It took me. I didn't get to. I did not do a straight sit through though. Uh, my well, ass was too old to do it. I started it too late. I just that was my problem. Honestly, I started at eight. I was like, dude, I can't make it to midnight, man. I got to work. The- <laughs> I, thought, I, I well, thought you said you were going to leave work early so you could go home and watch it. So I actually left work early. I did leave work early that day, but it was because um, I was going to take the wife out to lunch because it was like, we joke around, but it was our non-anniversary anniversary. Listen, okay, you know, you start dating, that's your anniversary, blah, 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 blah. You get married, that's that's your your fucking anniversary. Thank you. So the first year was an argument. It was like, oh, we got to celebrate anniversary. I'm like, no, that's not our anniversary anymore. She's like, yeah, it is. like, no, our anniversary moved. It's fucking in a different <laughs> month, though. Like, no. But, you know, I still try to, you know, we still, like, will at least go out to dinner or some bullshit like that, you know. So, but we did, we ended up watching it later that night. But by the time I got it started, that's why I was just like, I can't fucking do this, dude. So I finished it Friday night. Yeah. And um, I still paused it, even watching it between two, <laughs> two sections, dude. Like, yo, man, you got to go up and get snacks. Yeah, yeah. Yep. four yeah, hours is a bit much. You got to right? pee, you got to poop, you got shit to do. But, dude, the extra scenes, great. Way more of a flushed out story. Fuck Joss, you know, fuck Whedon. He gave us shit. He pooped all on it. I don't even know what, how he got what he got from what we had. or You know what I mean? Like, just, man. Nah. But like you said, you haven't seen any. I would almost I- say... I would tell you to watch the Whedon just so you could appreciate the Snyder even more. But at the same time, I don't, I wouldn't want to do that to you. I'd be like, just watch the Snyder. Okay. Just despite what Joss Whedon says and the way he directs things, I don't think he's ever read a single fucking comic book in his life. Okay. So we're going to end in that note. Uh, (laughs) That could be a whole nother podcast. Okay. I I can, I can wrap it up real quick with that. Uh, My, my example of that is because at the end of the first Avengers, he threw in Thanos as an Easter egg. And then he later admitted he he even though he added him there he had no clue what to do with them like dude pick up a fucking comic book there's lots of clues right there right. what to do with the character you can go back fifty years and find fucking Thanos like not that fucking hard <laughs> well people are stupid boys you know that <sighs> yeah. and yeah, the MCU the right just people. completely fucked up Thanos anyway so it doesn't matter yes uh, the yeah. moment they bought wrong. that Every, shit it went to hell everything so. wrong yep yeah dude we never got fucking like we should have got adam warlock dude hey like, dude there is a whole other podcast yeah, you know we, the yeah, we yeah, got a whole other show for this now yeah. okay yeah, guys don't touch so, on things like that well we'll work something out we, we we can revive old stuff so guys until next week <laughs> this is your host with the motherfucking most tj bowser saying bye-bye this is your dark lord of knowledge chad christmas saying see you next time bitches this is your fluff master supreme big johnny d saying see you later gorehounds this is your killing machine bobby moan saying fuck off all right we'll see you next week Ooh.